You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, sponsored by Natural Stacks. If you're into biohacking, performance, or getting more out of life, this is the show for you. For more information or help, tips, and tricks on building optimal performance, check out OptimalPerformance.com. You were looking for a way to change your life. You got it. I kind of think in some ways, selfishly, that it should remain a secret because it is such an advantage. Natural Stack. Start optimizing your mental and physical performance. All right. Happy Thursday, all you optimal performers. I'm your host, Ryan Muncie. And today we are joined by health coach and lifestyle educator, Crosby Taylor. Crosby, what's up? Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Hey, what's going on, man? Good to be here. Yeah, we're excited about this. So for our listeners, uh, Crosby is a passionate Chinese medicine researcher. He's a healthy dessert chef. He's known as the cookie genius. So (laughs) we've got an awesome episode for you guys today. Um, but before we dive into today, to today's cookies, um, oh, excuse me, content, here's a little uh, reminder. As always, you can go to OptimalPerformance.com to see the video version of our podcast. And you can also get links and show notes to any of the cool stuff that we talk about. Um, so make sure you head on over there and also head on over to iTunes if you have not yet done so. Give us a five-star review and let us know what you think of the show. We will read your five-star reviews on the air, just like this one from Dr. Donna, who says, really enjoying the guests on this podcast, great host, and very informative. Looking forward to future guests. So thank you, Dr. Donna, for that um, great review. And before we get rolling, we're going to talk about our fact of the day. So from the 1950 to about 1973, the U.S. government, actually the CIA, ran an illegal program of experiments uh, on human test subjects that included psychedelics, hallucinogens, and more. This was called Project MK Ultra. So if you want to get more information on uh, some of the stuff that's been declassified from that, check out um, Project MK Ultra. The reason that that's a cool fact of the day and that it's relevant for what we're talking about today with Crosby, uh, we're going to get into some of the mental exploration side of self-awareness and biohacking today. Um, so this is relevant and now is as good a time as any to remind you that neither Crosby nor I are doctors. Nothing you hear today is medical advice. So if you want to take action on anything, uh, consult a physician. All right. So with that out of the way. Nice, Crosby, right? <laughs> Crosby, let's do this. Sure. So how did you become, I mean, passionate Chinese medicine researcher? Uh, I, I, we've got a couple of mutual friends. We've had discussions before. You've got a wealth of knowledge on this stuff. How did you get into all this? That's a, it's actually a cool story, Ryan. I, um, when I started modeling, I was in New York and I was running myself to the ground. I was, I was going to all these castings, barely eating, um, taking caffeine pills, just trying to get through the day and trying to stay as lean as possible. When you, when you're working out there, you know, it's all about fitting into clothes as well as having a certain physique. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's a lot of pressure when you're out there. And by the time I was kind of like, fed up with the whole New York lifestyle. And I came back to LA, I came back in, in town and all my friends were like, Crosby, geez, like what's going on, man? Like how much do you weigh right now? Like, wow, your face is so gaunt. And I didn't realize it until I got back into more of like a health conscious area that, yeah, like I had really lost a lot of weight and, and I did not look healthy and I stumbled into a VP discount and they had 
a couple different dragon herbs formulas. And um, I picked one up. I immediately felt better within a week of taking this. Just kind of read the directions and, and took it as, as I should. And it brought me to doing more research on dragon herbs and finding the address where I walked into this situation that was like a Dan Millman meets Socrates, <laughs> way the peaceful warrior type of thing where this, this lady, Susan, kind of took me under her wing. And she was like, if you want to come by and, and sweep the floors and stock the shelves, I'll teach you about, about Chinese herbs. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. She was like, yeah, maybe, you know, if you get good enough, we can, we can get you a job here. And at the time, um, I had done fairly well in New York before this, but uh, not to where I could live the way I wanted to live. So I, I needed a side job. So I kind of worked my ass off, studied up on Chinese herbs for like a good month and a half, two months in and out of all these different books and got to a point where like she even fed me this huge, uh, the medical like Chinese medicine book that's got like how to, how to read tongues and diagnosing certain things and illnesses. And I went through that like this and, and she's like, wow, like you're upselling here in the store and you're not even getting paid. I got to get you to Ron. So she, she had me meet um, Ron Teagarden who owns Dragon Herbs. And after passing some things with him, I became an herbalist at the store and was working there and just doing more and more and more research. It was just a passion to be, to help people and to do it in such a cool, holistic way. Um, such a different philosophy besides the Western medicine philosophy and to see these people healing and staying healthy as opposed to like giving them a band aid, right? You know, giving, go, go to the doctor, get a band aid, And again, you know, whatever it is, antibiotics, you're, you're back three months later with another infection. So it's really, really cool to, to to work in that setting, and and it brought me back to the pure nights on end to research more and more, and to start putting together programs for myself and people like loved ones around me, athletes, and um, yeah, that was kind of the start of it. That was the start of my uh, my venture with with Chinese medicine. Very cool. That's a really cool story. So, um, tell us a little bit about s- some of your favorite herbs. Um, you know. <clears throat> One of the cool things that we like about this particular um, avenue is that, you know, these herbs are, they've been around for, for thousands, millions of years. They're natural. They mm-hmm. come from the earth. So, uh, you know, that fits in with, with our philosophy at Natural Stacks. Give, right. us, give us some of your favorites to maybe increase vitality or, or help recover. I mean, like you said, you, you came from New York and, you know, you needed that, that quick boost. Right, right, right. Well, what I picked up when I came back from New York was a formula called super adaptogen. And that kind of brings me to the first point of, of how this stuff kind of helped me was um, it, it, it made me adapt to my surroundings better. And so it dropped my stress levels. Um, My body was able to heal faster. My kidneys and adrenals um, got the energy they needed. And uh, it kind of brought my cortisol levels down to a point where like, Whoa, I'm not in this fight or flight stress state all the time. I can actually, be calm and a little bit more meditative and be able to let the body um, adapt to situations and to heal in certain ways and then to increase the vitality through that. So like focus was one of the things that definitely got better. I love Tibetan rhodiola for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been using rhodiola since it's one of the things that I really, really like to keep uh, in my cabinet. Um, I take it 
before workouts. I take it before yoga. Um, you could even, it's even great to take before you go out and you're going to have a way better time. Uh, be a little bit more in that like calm chill. kind of, yeah, chill yeah. state, but also like have this like calm focus. And that's, and that's another thing when it, when it comes to the Chinese herbs is you've got, uh, Shizandra. Shizandra berries, uh, another huge, um, herb that I work with a lot and you can, you know, you can do the actual berries and put it into a tea, <clears throat> but I like, um, you know, going back to dragon herbs, they have certain formulations and they have Shizander by itself. So I'll get the capsules or I'll use something like diamond mind, a formula that they have that has both of those things in it. And so you're sharpening the mind while also, um, kind of having this like more calm focus as, as opposed to a stimulating right. type focus. So it's really good for people that are already overstimulated. So just like, like, again, like what I'm saying, it's, it's getting you back into, um, adapting to yeah. your state, getting back into balance. Um, so let's pause for just a second and let's go back. So you mentioned super adaptogens. Adaptogens are, are a class of plants and herbs that, that, like you said, help us adapt to the stresses mm -hmm. in our surroundings. You mentioned rhodiola. Let's talk about rhodiola because that's one of the ingredients in the new serotonin brain food from Natural oh, yeah. Stacks. So, <clears throat> Um, that just launched last week. So we're really excited to, to be able to get that out. And like you said, that That's helps right. support that serotonin metabolism, that calm, that, that chill effect, as you mentioned. Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing for increasing uh, blood flow up to the brain. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about it in Chinese medicine, it's one of those herbs that um, kind of goes, goes up the, the chakra pathways to get this energy to increase, to circulate um, and, and give you more of like a tapped in sharp brain focus. Yeah. And it also has this like really, really nice kind of stress reducing effect to it to where, you know, I mean, talk about an amazing herb for people in the financial district in New York, walking <laughs> around, you know, um, their crazy lifestyles, dealing with certain things instead of like screaming on the phone, they're screaming their head off on the phone. They're, they're able to be, you know, to assess things a little faster, to be quicker, to be sharper, to be calmer. Um, yeah, you, you're a little bit more present and in the moment and aware of everything yes. as opposed to being yeah. kind of the chicken with its head cut off running around. Right. 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 And, and, and in the, in the formula that you guys have, is that, what is that combined with? So the, the five ingredients in the serotonin brain food are tryptophan, L-tryptophan, uh, B3, magnesium, zinc, and then the rhodiola rosea. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a nice combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, really, really great. I mean, rhodiola, it's one of those things that anybody in a stressful environment, I think, should have uh, yeah. in, their, in their cabinet. You, you mentioned chakras. Talk a little bit about like what that means and what those are <laughs> for people that may not be aware of it. Yeah, so, so Ryan, when we're talking about the, the chakras, there's you know, seven that people normally talk about a lot of, you know, different shamans and stuff. We'll talk about beyond that, but, um, the, the normal chakras you'll, you'll hear on a regular basis are, uh, from the, from the, the bottom, you've got your root chakra to your sacral chakra, your solar plexus and your, in your gut to your heart chakra, throat, third eye, and then your crown chakra. And, um, the idea is to have all of them open and flowing in kind of a microcosmic orbit and what 99% of us have is a blockage somewhere or more than one blockage. Right. So 
the energy is stagnant and it doesn't get to come up to certain places. And sometimes we have such traumatic experience in the root or the sacral chakra that it doesn't even go beyond that. So we're not really tapping into some of the more intense type chakras that allow us to be a little bit more open in our heart or to have a little bit more intuition when it comes to our third eye, to have more of a voice in our throat chakra, or to even just get into a more of a meditative state and be able to leave and have this like deep meditation where we just are when it comes to the crown chakra. So um, it's really important to try to balance that, keep that kind of as balanced as possible on a daily basis and um, getting into a really strong meditative state. And some of these herbs really help too. So, so again, you know, when it, when it came to that, that rhodiola, that, that one can bring you right up to yeah. the, the third eye pretty quick. Um, really, really uh, important. So give us a couple of other maybe practices, physical or mental, that can help us uh, unblock our chakras. Hmm. Yeah, when it comes to the practices, uh, the first one that comes to mind for me that I started doing last Thanksgiving was, um, and I had I had stumbled upon it a couple times beforehand, but I wasn't really I didn't dive into it until last Thanksgiving. I started doing Kundalini yoga, and um, I practiced with Tej. Uh, she's down the street on on Sunset and Crescent Heights at a place called Nine Treasures Yoga. Uh, I walked in there. I had um, I was going through some stuff, some emotional and mental stuff in my life. I walked into us and like the first class, I was like, I, I got done. I sat there for a second and I I just got up and walked to <laughs> the person that was checking us out. And they were like, have it, you know, Satnam, have a great day. And I was like, um, how do I sign up for whatever the longest period of time is? And then <laughs> she was like, oh, we have like a three month thing where it just gets debited out of your account. And I was like, that's it. I'll take that. Like, what do you need from me today? And she, was, she started laughing and she was like, I knew you'd like it. So, uh, dude, I was there. I, I want to say six weeks every day for six weeks. Um, right until I left for back home. Okay. Uh, to go home for Christmas. And, and it, that's, if you talk about activating chakras, that's the type of spot to go. And, uh, everything from the, the mantras to, the postures and positions to hand placement to like, it's one thing that I feel is like a body science to where we're completely tapped in to the rest of the universe. And it's something that like shuttles into our, like that's, it's a science like comes in. You have your like Kundalini type rising that could happen and it really can take you to different places in your life. And, and increases your intuition and, and your manifestation power. So I had to be careful. I had to be careful about my negative thoughts. I wanted to have my positive thoughts all the time, but yeah. my negative thoughts, when they would come in, and if they were in my head too long that day, boom, they're just like negative things would start to happen throughout the day. And I was like, whoa, like I've really increased the power of my manifestation to have both, you know, you, I was like, just just stay in the positive state and, and be grateful, have gratitude. And, and man, it's just really taken me to different places within as well as my successors around um, my business and, and the way I've transformed my body and the way that I feel I treat other people now has really 
um, progressed since doing the Kundalini yoga. Uh, so, yeah. And that was yeah. going to be, that was going to be my next question is, you know, the, the million dollar question for, for our show here, optimal performance, how does, how do all of these practices, you know, increase your performance and help you live a better life or, or get closer to the life that you want to live? And that was a pretty good answer already. Oh yeah. I mean, the, besides that, it's, it's one of those things that helps you, um, see the bigger picture. You know, it, it, it makes you go, Whoa, I'm like one of, what is this? Like seven, 8 billion people. It's like when, if you, if you look at that, you know, uh, from a bird's eye point of view, you can't even see that. You can't see that spec perspective. So yeah. Yeah. So, so it makes you go, wow. Like, this isn't all about me. This is, there's so much more to this journey. And, uh, it really helped me get into a place where I could, um, go into my passion a little more, find out my purpose a little more and know that like, I want to do something. I want to create something that can help people. And I give service in that way to where I'm doing something that's fulfilling myself and letting me have the lifestyle I want to have as well as, really helping a lot of people. So it's just, it put me in that state to where I was like, I went from selfish with more of an ego, you know, what was me type attitude? Like, why are these things happening to me to these things are happening to everybody? Like, it's not just you, you know? Um, and to like really let go of the ego and be like, wow. Like once you do that, um, it's just a whole different perspective. And I feel like, um, it's really opened my heart chakra a lot and to have, you know, give me more of a, um, attitude and, and have that like more compassion, uh, very people cool. around me. Yeah. Very cool. So before we move away from the herbs, give us like, let's say you had to take, you could only take three or five for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, what would be your top three, your top five herbs? And, wow. and why? Okay. Top three to five herbs. Um, the one I always, a staple that I th- can think of right off the top of my head that I keep in, in the, my cabinet is Romania. Um, a lot of people that are into the Chinese herbs um, know that first things first, you've got which is like your life force, your coals, if you were at a, you know, to barbecue something, mm-hmm. if you don't have that big pot of coals and you have all that, that yang, that lighter fluid and the small thing of coals, you're going to burn out real fast. You're going to have a cool spurt of energy, but you're going to burn out. So Romani is one of those yin, uh, blood, yin and blood restorative type tonics that, um, it's, it's amazing for vitality. It's going to increase vitality, fertility. Um, you know, you're going to have a stronger, like get up and go in the morning. Uh, your, your kidneys and, and adrenals will be more satisfied, increases your libido. Um, you need that, you need that energy. You need that yin because that's going to give you the, the, the fuel to have these type of yang tonics that we all want to have fun with. Right. You know, we all want to do the deer antlers and the geckos and, and the sustanches and some of these things that, we're like, oh, I'm an athlete. I'm a man. I want to do deer antler. But a lot of people will do <laughs> deer antler, elk velvet right off. And they're already this type of creature that's really, really like testosterone derived. And it'll actually backfire on them. 
and this happened to me when I was getting out of athletics and I was doing all this research and uh, it was a trial and error for me. Oh, I grant learned it makes me, you know, increases lean muscle mass and gives me stronger libido. I was like, Oh, awesome. And it just overheated me. That's all it did. Hmm. So when I went back and did my studies, it's like, now it's like, Oh, here we go. Do a bunch of Romania, get a bunch of dendrobium stem, which is going to increase your fluid retention, good, good fluids. Cause you were losing them as men, especially we're losing them every day through sweat. Um, sweat's definitely one of them and, you know, sexual fluids. So getting those back and then doing something like a deer antler, which could be like a third herb that I really like, you know, that's, that gives you that kick, that power you can before the gym, um, before late night, late night, late night activity. Like it's, it's an amazing herb, um, for those kind of things. But, um, I really like, you know, going off of the Chinese herb topic and onto more of an Ayurvedic perspective, I use a lot of ashwagandha in my life as well. So that puts me in more of a meditative. Um, it calms the nervous system. I like to take it before bed. It just makes it kind of levels me out, um, go into a deeper state of, of rest. But, you know, it's really nice for people to take during the day too. You take ashwagandha during the day, high stress environments, high stress jobs. You're already, high, you know, very, very high stress type person. Ashwagandha um, would be a fourth herb. And then, <clears throat> hmm, I mean, you can't forget something that's going to be, you know, an immune system modulator and something that's going to really keep your immune system where it's at so you don't get sick. And, and, and you can actually increase your vitality in these ways too. Um, so something like a reishi or a chaga, some kind of Chinese mushroom. Um, okay. I really like, or I mean, it's, you know, the, the chaga is actually, um, Siberian. So to, to in between the two, especially if I'm going to put it into a tea, um, for taste, I would probably, I would definitely go with chaga. It's, it's got a nice flavor. Um, it's very, very high antioxidants, really high in the auric value. And, um, it's amazing for the immune system. It's super antiviral, um, bacterial. So around cold flu season, I'm taking, I'm like dosing chaga, tons of it. And okay. it just makes me feel a little safer when I'm around. People are always like, especially going into air one, man, like you go into air one during flu season. <laughs> it's like going to the doctors. Like all the holistic people are there. Every, everybody's <laughs> coughing and showing up at the tonic bar. Yeah. Showing up at the tonic bar, asking for, immunity shots and stuff. And instead of being like, Whoa, and stepping away, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. You know, my immune system's strong. So those are five, those are five good ones. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, so we'll shift gears just a little bit. Um, recently Tim Ferriss had a guest, Dr. Dan Engel on his podcast, and they talked about the use of psychedelics, um, specifically Iboga and, Okay. Using using it for for introspection, uh, anxiety relief, creativity, self awareness. Do you have any experience with that? What can you tell us about iboga? I've never done iboga myself personally. Um, a lot of people around me in the in the health field have, and a lot of people you know on a spiritual path have done certain things like that, like iboga ayahuasca. Um, a lot of people are into that right now. It's, it's 
huge, huge tag words. Um, and Iboga, actually my experience with Iboga is there's a, uh, a holistic practitioner that I go to for a couple things. Amazing, amazing guy. And older guy with a lot of experience. He's like in his sixties. Um, and he has done Iboga a couple times. Uh, he also has helped take people through Iboga experiences. And one experience that I won't forget that he told me about recently, um, cause we got into talking about psychedelics and, and some of these things was, um, he treated, uh, a like 35 year old man that had crazy trust issues with humans. Like didn't want to get near anybody. Like didn't want to, and, and definitely wasn't going to be in a relationship or, or put his heart out there for anybody. Um, but even just a common conversation, uh, he was very weary and you had to form like three or four encounters before, like there was any kind of trust involved. And he was on a spiritual path doing a couple of these things. And he did a boga with, with this guy. And when his trip was over, um, some of the things that he said were pretty amazing to, to, uh, to my practitioner. And he talked about how the plant put him back in basically his traumatic experience. So he went all the way back to when he was, you know, five and something happened and then he was eight and something happened. And then he was 10 years old and he's on the playground and the bell rings and he's supposed to go in. And, um, he was like, Oh, a piece of trash, you know, and he, and he went to go pick up a piece of trash being like the nice kid that he was to put in the garbage and a nun turned up behind him and was like, um, made a racial slur and told him kind of compared him to the trash and said, you better throw that away. And he thought that was weird. You know, at 10 years old though, he was like, Hmm, but she's my teach. One of my teachers, like right. I don't get what she's trying to say. You know, he didn't really understand it, but as a third party watching himself in this position, he's going, Oh my God, he's now seen this experience and he's going, Oh wow. So, and he did, he blocked so much of that out, his subconscious and everything, he blocked so, so much of that out through the rest of his upbringing that he didn't ever really realize why he didn't trust people. And so going back into his experience, third party with this trip, he saw this and he was able to go, wow, like, that's why I'm screwed up. It's not my fault. This happened. Like, I, I didn't know any better. Like, you know, I didn't know right. what to say. So it was real. I was like, I was sitting in my chair going, whoa, you know, but <laughs> yeah. So but I was like, wow, it, so cool that it's can f go back and frame these experiences. And I don't know if this is the same for everybody when they do this, but, um, my practitioner even said when he did it, uh, he went back and, and saw some gnarly stuff too. And was like, so it's it's definitely not a a recreational herb. It's definitely a something that you would want to use if you were interested in deep psychological healing and cleansing. Al yeah, al almost like sitting on the couch with a therapist and accessing the things that may take that therapist years to get you to start talking about. Or yeah, it's like it's like watching. It's like turning on a movie of your life, and it only goes through <laughs> the stuff that screwed you up. You know. <laughs> And being like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, and, and 
you know, and then you take it as you would in this, this day now. Like if the guy turns around and he still wants to deny all that stuff, then, then that happens. But I, but he was the type of person that he saw that and he was like, wow, like you're okay. I can really move forward and, and, and have try to form a different type of trust with human beings. Like not everybody is this person that harmed me in this way. You know, that, that is a crazy method of healing or, or right. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. So how does that compare to ayahuasca? Um, I think, uh, you know, when it comes to ayahuasca and I haven't done this either. Um, but to my knowledge, and I work with a good friend that's a sound healer here in Los Angeles that um, knows a lot about it. To to my knowledge, and in speaking with him and some of the people around me that have done it, uh, it is more of um, an activator of uh, DMT. Obviously, it's it's it, it activates your DMT. I mean, you could you could do straight DMT, but um, the ayahuasca trip is way longer. It's like a good four to six hours. And it's definitely like you're going within another experience where you're going within. Um, but it's the, the plant will teach you some things and it's going to tell you stuff that you probably don't want to hear. Um, a lot of people don't want to hear it, but, uh, in the end, you know, it kind of shows you it's, it's, it's a huge, I mean, you're, you're basically taking something that's going to release, um, a certain thing that's going to, replicate you you know dying so you're surrendering everything you're surrendering i would be surrendering crosby taylor you know this ego this this me going into a trip like that i'm surrendering me as as this life form um and what i've built upon myself to just be and know that you know we're all just energy and and i think that when people are ready, it's huge, especially for people that, that um, aren't very good at, at letting their ego go right. on their own and through natural practices. You know, if they want to take a step up and go through an experience, um, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not against it. But people that aren't in a very good state of mind that aren't ready, that aren't cleansing the right way. I think there's even like a certain diet that you want to abide by before you do something like this. If you really want to get the right things out of it, you know, you can't just go into it like, Oh, do to do, let's do ayahuasca. <laughs> right. Because I think that when that is the case, um, it could really screw you up, screw up your psyche. And, you know, when you're not in that space where you, where you're ready to surrender, Man, that's that's the scariest place to be in for four to six hours. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so you mentioned eating the right diet. Let's mm. let's shift gears. You are mm -hmm. a healthy dessert chef. You're the cookie okay. genius. Talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, eating eating cookies and ice cream to heal your gut, get healthier, burn fat, and you know look like a model the way you have to look all the time. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah. The, the cookie experience has been something that I would never have written into my life path. If I was to see myself <laughs> before this ever started. Um, but I, once I became, you know, pretty regimented with my diet and, and starting to research more and more about, 
you know, processed foods and not putting a lot of this crap, especially refined sugar into your body. Because mm-hmm. um, I played college football, like we ate everything. Right. You didn't, you didn't even look at calories. You didn't look at ingredients. You just consumed. You had to eat something in, in order to keep the body weight and your energy up right. to be able to survive these practices and games. So it wasn't until in the beginning, it was like kind of a vanity um, experience for me when I was getting into modeling to start cutting out a lot of these processed foods, uh, white breads, pastas, the normal things that people cut out first. But then I started to do more and more research and it's like, well, I, I not only want to just like body composition wise, look a certain way. Like I want to feel good and I want to have a certain vitality to where I know that I can have a nice lifespan and also be, you know, strong enough at some point to produce an offspring and, and have that kind of lifestyle too. Right. And so that brought me into this kind of like the healthiest lifestyle where I was eating, I'm eating really clean um, most of the week. Um, and then I still have a sweet tooth. So I'm still trying to make certain things, certain concoctions that are going to taste good, but also replicate something that I had when I was a kid, whether it be an ice cream or, um, some type of pudding that I really liked or chocolate. So that was right around the time I started working at air one and we, you know, at air one, they make these, there's a couple ice creams on the menu that are all done. Um, in the Vitamix. And so on top of these ice creams, I started to get creative with a lot of the clients that were coming in and making my own kind of things. And that just kind of every day got my, my brain ticking in a different way to where the creative side of me wanted to create and create and create and have something different. And I kind of got like a following of people that wanted to come in and just get an ice cream from me. The same as like, uh, Jay Denman, when he was working there, there was always like the crew that wanted to get Jay's ice cream or truth when he was there, like listen to truth and have an ice cream from him. I kind of followed suit and was making all these things. And so when I left, when I left air one, um, it became kind of a staple of mine that, you know, three, four days a week, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna have an ice cream. Oh, I'm gonna have a pudding. Oh, I'm gonna have, maybe I'll try to make chocolate tonight. And, um, and then I, uh, with all of that knowledge that I already had, and with the, I was doing consultations at the time for clients to get them on back on path and in these lifestyles to where they could be eating the right foods. Um, nothing too crazy, but just to get them to back on track. And I would always incorporate some of these recipes for them. And they'd be making this stuff. Going, wow, this is so amazing. And then <clears throat> I got into a relationship where uh, I was dating this girl that had the same kind of passion as me when it came to eating clean, sugar-free, gluten-free. Um, we even got kind of like into bulletproof pretty intensely. Um, so grain-free started and we were doing the, the coffee tonics and doing the Chinese herbs and those things. And, um, and then I was sourcing and using a lot of his, his products to make these like cool ice creams and stuff and upgrading the way that we would make ice cream at Air One to this fashion where now I got like MCT oil involved and I'm doing like Chinese herbs in the, in the ice creams and, um, making them more anabolic or, or, you know, more of a recovery agent and kind of putting little labels on them to where it's like, Oh, this ice cream's got a bunch of glutamine and I'm using like 
um, certain Chinese herbs that help heal uh, the gut lining, you know, and still having yeah. something taste good. So it's, it's almost like the idea of like if, if the normal or average person walked into a Smoothie King and you've got these muscle builders or recovery or immune right. and, and you're, you're doing the same thing. You're a mixologist with that, but you're turning them into uh, beautiful works of arts, by the way. If, if, you don't follow, oh, you. if you don't follow Crosby on Instagram, you do it. Uh, Crosby, tell them what your Instagram handle uh, is. It's, it's at Crosby Taylor. It's uh, C-R-O-S-B-Y-T-A-I-L-O-R. A lot of people think it's the Y, but... Um, We'll put that once in you, the show notes. Yeah, once you, once you put in Crosby, there's not too many. Um, so you'll see the Taylor following afterwards. Yeah, you know, like that's kind of been my claim to fame on Instagram is these like piled up crazy ice creams that look <laughs> yeah, like huge Chris, Christmas yeah, trees. Yeah, they're they're and, massive. You know, I'll do like green ones and I'll I'll decorate them with goji berries and cacao nibs and they look like Christmas trees or you know um I. Yeah, I love. I have like a maca malt crunch one. That's one of my favorites that I'll that I'll make. Um, and so you got maca, and you got a couple other Chinese stragglers and a couple other Chinese herbs in there to boost metabolism and increase libido. And and you're still getting this like, you know, the glycemic load is very low. Um, the sugar free, they're they're the glycemic index is very low. They're they're diabetic friendly, and they're going to give you the sweet flavor that you're missing. And a lot of people that mm-hmm. are on such strict diets, they don't eat these foods anymore. And a lot of them get angry. Well, you know, they're like, I miss my, my sweet. Like, when am I going to have that sweet? And it turns into an eventual binge for a lot of people that are, you know, cutting out fat and eating, you know, bland protein and vegetables, right. um, thinking it's healthy for them when it's really just drying them out and creating probably more inflammation. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, anytime we fight biology, Eventually, that that dam is going to burst, and you're going to have yeah. this this overflow of of compensation. So, you know, we're yeah. we're wired to to crave sweet. That's how our ancestors could tell poisonous plants from good ones. You know, so right, like that's how we knew eating blueberries was not going to kill us. Right, um, right, right. So, so anytime we fight biology, that's a bad thing. So, I think it's really cool that you're helping people. You know, figure out a way to eat the things that we want to eat, but doing it the way we want to eat also. So yeah, uh, that's, that's the thing is like getting, you know, having your cake and eating it too. And, awesome. uh, the motto, you know, my, my motto behind cookie genius is, is eat dessert, burn fat. And I like to roll it off of that by saying it doesn't get much sweeter than that. <laughs> and it's like this, it's like fun. It's sexy. It's fun. Um, it's, it's going to be very user-friendly when I roll out the line, um, you know, from the start of it, and, uh, you know, going from these smoothies and ice creams and puddings and, and chocolates that I was making, you know, when it started, when it starts to get cold, you can't make ice cream. Can't be, it can't be winter and have an ice cream. And that goes against everything that I've learned in Chinese medicine, you know, cause cold and cold, you're going to, you're going to create more dampness. Your spleen's going to be weak and your digestive force is going to be, it's going to drop. And, um, this can put, this can put on weight. So people have to realize too, that there's a time and a place for these sweet things. And so why not transition into a baked good? You know, that's what, that's what the, the idea was, um, during, during those winter months. And, um, as soon as she said, try to bake something, you know, I was like, Oh man, I'm not like, I've never really baked in my life. I remember watching my mom bake, you know, she would make these amazing like devil food cake, um, chocolate like cakes that she would call a funeral cake. 
every Christmas for a bunch of people. And that was like to die for. And she made banana bread that was like, oh, um, but of course it's got, it had like all the hydrogenated oils and everything right. you don't, right. All, only, you, all the things we don't want to eat. Yeah. You want to eat it. You want to eat it once. <laughs> and then if you're a health fanatic like me, you're already planning your workout the next day. You're like, okay, so I'm going to do this, this, this. Hey, you're, um, you're talking to optimal performers. So we all eat this way. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so that was kind of the idea. And it took me like three, three tries of just like, combining ingredients that I thought would work based off of a, a kind of like my own thinking when it comes to what I was, what I would put the Vitamix for certain things. So there, the cookies were, you know, protein, fiber, and fat enriched mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and very low carb. Um, the carbs would only come from things that were also fibrous. So the glycemic load was very low. Gotcha. And, um, at the beginning I was making these cookies and they were kind of dry. And so when I, when I flipped when I used a couple different wet ingredients, I was like, whoa, there it is. And I was like, I even wanted to, I want to even want to boost it even more. And so, um, I started creating these frostings. And at the time we were using, uh, colostrum, uh, grass fed colostrum powder for a lot of our smoothies. So, and ice creams. So like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make this, I'm going to superfood this cookie out. Like right. throw, throw a little colostrum in the icing, mix it up with some of my other special ingredients that I was putting in there, um, sweeten it the way I wanted to. And I was like dolloping these, these, it was frosting these cookies on top. And wow, like there, they were just the first couple ones when you're, when you haven't had anything like that, it was euphoric, euphoric. And so it just took me on a journey where I was part of my creative you know, my creativity took me to a place on a daily basis in my head where I was like, what am I going to make next? Yeah. Tonight's going to be cinnamon roll cookies. This, then I'm going to make pumpkin spice cookies. Then I'm going to make almond marzipan cookies. Then I'm, wait, I can make, oh, you know what? I can just take this same formation and put it into a muffin um, tin and make muffins or cupcakes. And then I could take the same thing and wait, let me just get it. Oh, let me go to Sir Latov and get another thing. And I would get like the donut tray. And, and then I was making pancakes on the weekend and it, I was each time I started with the same base. So that's where it got to me to thinking of like business ideas finally. And I was like, Hmm. And so when at this point I was like giving them to my friends and they were donating, you know, uh, back to me in terms of just getting people to try it, it turned into kind of like a test course of, of what people would like. And it just blew up to the point where like I was posting all these Instagrams about it. I got really passionate about taking like cool pictures and making everything look as presentable as I could. I mean, I'm not a pastry chef by any you, means. I've seen the pictures. You're pretty good. And, uh, you know, like uh, I get made fun of a little bit on how <laughs> cheesy they could be sometimes, <laughs> but I think that's, that's my, like, that's my like little spin on it is right. it's not this perfected, French pastry looking picture. It's like, there's like, you know, the backgrounds, like the, you know, my kitchen and then you might see like a, a plug in the background <laughs> with this like huge ice cream. And, you know, I don't really think about it as much. It's a little bit more, um, I think it's cool for Instagram because it's a little more voyeuristic. People go, Oh, that's really like what he does. Right. Um, 
and that's and I and and then when I started Snapchat, they're like, oh, he really actually does eat it. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, you don't eat that. You just make it look pretty and <laughs> throw it and, away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you know, you start to watch me in, in real life, which I've gotten really into Snapchat, and it's like I'm just crushing these ice creams and cookies on a daily basis. Um, so it's 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 been really cool and every step of the way has turned into a a new synchronistic thing that's happened to where I'm like, just keep putting this gratitude out there. And I'm like, wow, what a cool experience that I'm going through right now. Um, And so many people are taking, you know, loving what I'm doing and the passion behind what I'm doing and the story behind it. And it just has accrued a massive celebrity following from, you know, a a huge, uh, you know, vine, famous and Instagram famous following. And I genuinely want to help people. And I genuinely want to like gift people with these things and get them to try it because I love sitting there. I mean, everybody knows that I love to sit. I always tell, tell somebody with they get my stuff that I was like, I just, just have one in front of me. Because <laughs> I want to see the reaction. I'm so passionate about yeah, that you you created that. it yeah that's I what you brought it. into the world and you want to see them enjoy it that's awesome. yeah so so they um it just kept it kind of spread like wildfire and uh i've i've got it to some really cool people and and become actually friends with a lot of these people that were were maybe novelties in my life before because of this dessert because of dessert you know the sweet right. thing that br- brings a lot of people together and um it's it's really helped build my business because I've done everything my, my own. Yeah, my well, social media, my website, um, everything has been me uh, from the ground up, and um, it's gotten me really far. I mean, it takes time, but I've gotten to places now where I have some big things on the horizon. So it's really it's I'm just so grateful. Yeah, and and speaking of business, you know, normally when you mention you figured out the magic wet ingredient. Um, you know, I would, I would try to dig in and get you to explain that to us, but I know, I know this is your, your business and, and you're actually, you're going to be launching this, the, 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 the powder, correct? Like the baking mix. Tell yeah. us, tell us what your plans are to, you know, I'm in Virginia, you're in LA. I want to eat these creations. Right. I, I'm not able to. So, so how's a guy like me and the rest of our optimal performers, how are we going to get the cookie genius goods? Right, right, right. Well, the way that we're going to do it in the beginning, because I want, I've been getting emails for so long saying, when is your cookies going to be available? Can you ship like this and that? And a lot of people don't understand that when it comes to a perishable product um, and me making it at home in my kitchen with a cottage <laughs> license, I can't just out of nowhere go, let me try shipping to somebody. Let me throw a bunch of, blo- you know, I mean, one of those ice block things in there, dry ice <laughs> or something charge them 20 something dollars for shipping, send it across the country and pray they don't get sick. It's like, it's a perishable product. Right. And so I have to turn down a lot of people right now. I'm getting, I get flooded to at least 20 emails a day. Um, and <laughs> my mom's my personal assistant right now. I send them, I have so much, other, so many other things going on that I just forward <laughs> everything to Karen and, she writes in these beautiful letters back. <laughs> in the process of creating this and this and this, I'm so sorry it's not available right now. Please keep be patient and um, keep updated on his Instagram and website. But the idea is to um, what we have in place right now is to is creating. And I've done some creations already. 
um, Matol Valley Naturals, who has some awesome protein powders, greens blends, and a colostrum. Um, I have a ice cream on the menu at Air One uh, called the uh, Crosby's Ginger Spice Colostrum Ice Cream, and it's the only thing that's like the that's like the colostrum favorite thing on the menu. So it's kind of ignited a following of people that know about this come in and there's a lot of people that come in and get it every day. It's pretty funny. And it's, 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 it's cool because it got Matol Valley thinking when they came in the store and they're like, Oh, I want to try it because eight of the 12, 13 ingredients that are in it are Matol Valley products because air one uses a lot of their stuff. So we kind of came up with a system where, Hey, maybe I can package ice creams, cookies, and some other um, baked good products through them since they have such uh, a, a source of ingredients already. So we've been working on some stuff and I've created uh, three ice cream blends that are kind of a, in a dry run right now that we've, we're just getting out to certain people as kind of like a test kitchen thing and just seeing how they come back after making it in the Vitamix and how you know consistent it could be. So kind of in the test phase of that, but the thing I'm really excited about is uh, we, I just got my costs and everything for the, the cookie box. And the cookie box is like the base. Um, call it like a sugar cookie or a vanilla cookie if you were just to take that dry mix and add the wet ingredients that I'm going to tell you to add. Mix it up, throw it in the oven for a certain amount of time. They pop out and you got sugar cookies. And there's, you know a certain way of there's a second pouch that's going to have your icing powder. So the icing powder mixes with the wet and that, and you, you make your own icing, just top them off just as you would make like the Pillsbury cinnamon roll type thing mm-hmm. comes with the icing. You're doing kind of a similar fashion and boom, boom, boom. You have cookies that you can make at home. And in my opinion, way more affordable than, than you going to the store and buying a four pack at a time, which was also an idea, which is going to be a lot more, um, overhead and, and just a bigger headache, this kind of idea, I can get to the masses faster and I want the masses to be able to enjoy this. I don't want this to be, Oh, I'm still in LA. I have product, but it's only an air one and earth bar and, and and sun life, um, which want to carry my product right away. It's now available in a situation to where here's Crosby's mix Here's Crosby making uh, different things on YouTube's and showing you how to create um, three to four different things right off the bat, as right. well as like monthly situations where I'm creating um, new cookies. And that brought me into a situation where um, it's a really cool story. Actually, I I booked uh, um, a job with American Horror Story. And um, it's like a Fox show with uh, Matt Bomer's on it. And the star of this season, um, Ryan Murphy's director, and the star of the season is Lady Gaga. And so such a cool experience to go in there and, and work with these people. Um, and I had I had seen Matt a lot at Air One. And so I was like, what the hell? And I approached him and I was like, Air One. And he was like, oh, man, I, I knew I realized, you know, uh, remembered you from somewhere. He's like, how are you? What's up, man? Like, uh, and um, we started talking about health. And then I told him about my desserts, my cookies. And he was like, all in. He's like, when can we meet? I almost want to put my name on this, like, right away. I have these big things coming up. So, you know, nothing set in stone yet. But he set me up with some really, really, really awesome people. 
And um, uh, let's just say that I finally feel I'm in the right place when it comes to my business in terms of a collaboration. I've always had the creative and I'm like, I'm like just this uh, uncontained ball of creativity. And now I have this like team that's forming around me. That's kind of it's channeling a, you and yeah, making it's such the a cool thing. And as a third person, as I'm looking in or I'm in my dream state, sometimes like dreaming about situations, seeing where this is going and you all, all of a sudden start to go, wow, like I see where this is going. And I just want to stay as present as possible in this journey. Cause like, this is what you remember is when these people come in and I mean, I'm, I've, I'm making a basket gift basket for Lady Gaga uh, next week. I'm making cookies for Michael Strahan this Friday. He gets cookies this Friday. And Michael, if you don't know, is the host of Michael and Kelly, um, which is on five days a week and their demographic of uh, middle-aged women that watch it. You bet your ass those ladies are going to want to bake cookies. Yeah. Well, that's that's so, what I like about the the idea for the dry mix is that you know there's such a social aspect to food that yeah. folks will get to take this home, they get it in their kitchen, they can share it with people, they can bake it, give it to other people just like you're giving it to folks. And yeah. like you said, it's it's a base. So as they say see you getting creative, they can be creative and and you know, it's just that's a really cool way to as you said bring it to the mass. Yeah, it's it's such a fun marketing thing too. It's like now I have the the possibility of going, um, you know, that the the idea is, hey, let's let's not just come out with a base. Let's have like four to six skews, and say we come we roll out with a pumpkin spice bread, um, chocolate chip cookies, uh, chocolate 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 donuts. And, and I'm, I'm just rambling off the right. top of my head, but because um, we haven't really decided and pegged like the top, the, the top hitters. Uh, almond marzipan is one of my favorites. And I really like to make that into a cupcake. Um, and uh, I actually had one of those last night, <laughs> like when I got home at like midnight. <laughs> and I was just like savoring it. But, when, the, when this stuff hits the market, you are going to become uh, my most favorite person in the world. So when, when will <laughs> I be able to buy this? Um, that is the, definitely the golden question because in right now, um, just to give you kind of an idea where I'm at, I had a huge meeting last night with an investor that owns a massive company, um, that his family, um, is, Definitely, um, you know, you can say that they're billionaires. And the cool thing about it is we have a common ground thread when it's just sports. I'm going to be working with his, his kid, who's a quarterback at Calabasas High School. Um, and we just clicked. It was so cool. We clicked. Uh, they were all very impressed by the desserts. And... You know, the next step is uh, I'm working with a, a very, very important team that handles some high end, very, very high end um, celebrities when it comes to their endorsements and management. And uh, we're putting together an awesome deck right now. Uh, finally, you know, after the business mind, like, 
I'm just like, <laughs> I'm in Kundalini, like, just bring me somebody that will do my deck. Bring me somebody, you know, bring me somebody, please. And boom, there they are. And yesterday got confirmed that they're going to, to do the deck and it'll probably ready in the next two weeks. We have a couple other investors in mind to shop this to. Uh, once we get that locked in, when it comes to working on it, I'm, I'm 18 hours a day. Like I'm ready to go. Like I just need that. I just need that funding. So once the funding hits, I'm ready to be locked into this until we can roll this out because, Hey, I got October 15th. Um, I'm going to be on chopped, uh, chopped will air. So huge TV appearance for me. Please tell Um, me you, you won the dessert round. You know, I can't say. I can't say. The dessert, to... the dessert guy cannot go on Chopped and not make it to the dessert round. I know, but you're just going to have to – everybody's going to have to tune in and find out what happens because okay. uh, that's definitely in the contract that I can't be telling people what happens. I understand, I understand. I understand. <laughs> but, you know, I got the Chopped thing happening on the 15th. Um, uh, I have uh, some big meetings scheduled um, on October 1st. Um, the, the, what, who knows what's going to happen once Michael Strahan gets involved and tries my desserts. Yeah. Um, so I, he's got a new clothing line. I hear he's investing, looking into business ideas. His suit line crushed at JC Penney's yeah. the first six days. Yeah. I mean, um, the guy that I'm working with represents him and the numbers that he said, I was just like, <laughs> like suits. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, trust me, anything that Michael attaches his name to, he's a very level – people love him. Oh, he's, and, he's um, awesome. And if he's passionate about what I'm doing and, and genuine, genuinely passionate about about, about Dude. me and what I'm doing, um, let's let's say that there's not a um, – it's not too far-fetched that I might have a couple days a month where Crosby's making desserts on, the, on their show. So well, I mean, hey, you're making healthy desserts. It doesn't like <clears> – <throat> We all want to eat desserts, and if you can make them taste great and be healthy for us, who's not going to be on board with that? Yeah, yeah, dude. It's, it's going to be – it's such a blessing. Uh, the people have, that have come into my life, and uh, I've asked for this business team numerous times, and, and things are coming around full circle. And um, it's it's just a very big opportunity, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm, like, focused and ready to to go all in because this is the only chance. This is my shot. Yeah. Well, hey, we are, you know, really happy for you. Congratulations, and wish you the best. Thanks, buddy. Um, I know you got a bunch of great things coming up. Tell the folks where they can find more of Crosby Taylor. So, if you want to get um, dazzled by the food porn, uh, keep involved and go follow me on Instagram. It's at Crosby Taylor. We talked about it a little bit before, but it's T A I L O R uh, is my last name. Um, when it comes to the website, it's eatdessertburnfat.com. So that will start to be, especially with the business team that's coming around me, that's, that update's going to be in, intense. I mean, what it's, what it's at right now, I did like a year and a half ago. And so the upgrade of the, of the website will be fun um, for people to go get involved in. And um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on um, Snapchat. On Facebook, I'm, I'm – Crosby Taylor Weir and on uh, on Snapchat it's the same as my Instagram Crosby Taylor. So if you want to see me in full form <laughs> with videos making desserts 
pulling things out of the oven, you know, taking funny, weird, weird pictures with desserts, you know, um, go, go follow me on all these channels. It's, it's, it's something I'm passionate about and I, and I love sharing it with, with people. And so, uh, the more that I, more to get involved, the better. Awesome. Um, before we let you go, Crosby, your top three tips for our listeners to live optimal. Top three tips. Hmm. Well, number one being, you know, coming from this lifestyle that I have, uh, eat clean. Um, and when I mean eat clean, it's like, do your best in your situation with what you have to work with to stay away from these processed foods. A lot of these sugary foods, there's always going to be a, um, a substitute for these things. Uh, staying away from a lot of the stuff that's in boxes or, you know, um, if you're still eating TV dinners and stuff that's frozen for months on end and you pop it in, it's like using the microwave and this kind of stuff. Eat, eat fresh, lots of fresh vegetables. Um, get some of your good antioxidant fruits involved. Um, and then good, clean grass-fed proteins, grass-fed meats, wild fish. Um, and, uh, you know, try to try not to eat so much of these sugary foods. Like our, our, we don't really need a lot of it, you know, eat, eat a lot of the natural, you can eat some, definitely eat some natural, um, uh, sugars from fruits and these kind of things. But, you know, we don't need these sugar spikes in our diet. So, um, and last, last but not least, uh, to preach exactly with the desserts and, and some of these things that I really like, uh, in terms of diet ideas, good fats, get those good fats. So your brain can, can, um, can thrive from these things. You know, uh, I'm, I'm a huge believer in some of these saturated fats. I know it's coming around full circle now on the market. People are eating butter, they're eating ghee, they're eating coconut oil, MCT oil. Some of these more saturated fats, the doctors told us to stay away from for so long. Um, people are having them and thriving and their brains turned on and they're, they're burning fat better and they're sleeping better and they're more anabolic and they're, and they're, um, preserving muscle, muscle tissue and sex drive is better. Um, but also, you know, don't forget about your avocado, your, your monounsaturated, your, your, your olive oils, these kind of things. So just, just try to keep a clean diet and, and don't, you know, one thing that I always harp on with clients is try not to drink a lot of your calories, right? You know, there's some, there's some decent like probiotic beverages on the market and stuff, but in terms of these like fruit juices and these kind of things, like there's nothing wrong with just having a green juice. That's, that's a way better uh, alternative, you know, getting some of these very, very hydrating green juices, drink a lot of water, eating clean definitely, definitely means in my opinion, eating a lot of water. I mean, drinking a lot of water. Um, number two, uh, stimulate yourself in some kind of way on a daily basis when it comes to your, your brain, stimulate your brain on a daily basis. Um, it's like anything, it's like anything else. You know, we spend so much time going to the gym and stimulating our, our, our muscles and our bones and, and, um, getting our heart rates up so we can have better circulation. It's like read, Go, go find your favorite, you know, pick up a book and, and have that be your nighttime nightcap as opposed to watching TV. Go, go, go get a nice piece to read on. That's either going to provide you, you know, educationally with, you, know, re- you can research a little bit more on something you're passionate about or dive into more of your spiritual self. And some of these self-help books out there are really awesome too. stimulate, stimulate, stimulate the brain because, um, 
we need to keep working it mm-hmm. or else, you know, you get older and things aren't that quick anymore. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, if you don't keep practicing and keep up that stimulation, um, it doesn't turn out very well for a lot of people as they age. Uh, definitely seeing that firsthand. And number three, man, um, I would have to say just live your life with gratitude. You know, awesome. When it comes to your own um, happiness, I've always noticed like, as soon as I'm in a place where I'm, where I'm grateful, everything gets better because it changes your attitude. It's a complete game changer for your attitude. And, uh, you know, when you go back into these negative states where it's like, woe is me or, or, um, we are frustrated or angry about something or you're jealous about something. Um, and it's me, me, me and ego, this mm-hmm. ego thing. Again, you lose this sight of gratitude. And, uh, as soon as you go back to it, you're like, whoa, that's now my, you know, you see your life completely differently every time you're, you're back in a, um, a state of that, of that gratefulness. So live in gratitude. And when you, when you do this, man, like that heart chakra opens in the right way and your third eye will open in the right way and your manifestation, you know, your third eye and heart will connect in a way to where your passion and your love for things can be created with this intuition and this manifestation to have like that's that creates your life path and uh you know you'll, you'll walk around just being nicer to people <laughs> yeah it is it, you know like it's 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 so frustrating to see people that um kind of live in their own world and uh don't have this same kind of connection because when you because when you really dive in and you do it you can't not connect. Right. Right. You know, like yeah. when you really go in within yourself and you really let go of ego in ways that you, that you can, mm-hmm. and you really live with your heart, um, and you connect these things and you have all this gratitude. That's what brings you into this connection of the world. That's what connects you with these people that you've never connected with before that you have no, um, you know, that you, you, don't have anything in common with there's so many people i have uh i have such a community now at, at air one people that are all in the same kind of mind state where they eat the right eat this certain way right they want to stimulate themselves and learn um and they all try to act with as much gratitude as possible and when that happens this community forms of people that are all kind of watching each other's back and all there for each other and all um it's we're animals. So it goes back to this, this state of like, you know, in tribes Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. you could come back to this place of community and be cared for and nurtured in ways where your oxytocin changes. And instead of being at home by yourself, isolating yourself from everybody else in the world and in your head and, and completely in this ego state to where you're, dwelling on things or you're excited about things, depending, you know, amazing thing, amazing thing happens, super elated and you're feeling great. Horrible thing happens down in the dumps again. I hate myself. So it's like you're in this community of gratitude where like now we just adapt and we talk to each other and we work things out and, 
and uh, we have compassion for each other. And it's such, it's such a cool thing and we need more of it. And there's, I feel like there's such an ascendance of consciousness happening right now. And a lot of people are talking about big, big dates, September 27th being a big one where there's like a lunar eclipse, blood moon, full moon, and it's an Aries, which I'm an Aries. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, But all happening in one day. And, you know, the yogis are talking about it being a huge ascendance of consciousness for a lot of people to where we can really progress um, in our thinking and in our hearts and minds to be, to live at a different place to where um, it's just love. So much love. And it, it sounds corny and people are going to be like, Oh, he's, you know, he's so full of it, but, but I'm not like, I, I just really, really love coming from that state of like having this heart vibration and understanding and knowing that like, this is the connection that we can form. Yeah. So, well, I, I will, you know, to, to your statement there about people always woo woo and out there and, you know, the, the people that, that I've encountered and, and the people who have come on this show and talked about exploring consciousness and mindfulness seem to have two things in common, uh, an elevated level of happiness and, mm. and an increased uh, level of success. So, I don't, I don't think there's a coincidence there, and, and I think it's definitely something worth looking into and, and exploring for yourself, you know, how far down that path is right for you. Um, I mean, yeah, of course. So, Crosby, we are out of time. Really, really grateful for you coming on and sharing all of your knowledge and time with us today. Um, for all of our listeners, make sure you check out Crosby. We will have the links to everything he mentioned, website, Facebook, social media, on optimalperformance.com with the show notes and the video version of this. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you head over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, and we will see you next Thursday with another great new Optimal Performance podcast. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, before we go, I got to tell people about my new little trick when it comes to certain things that I like to work with. Um, I just got, I've just been taking a lot more charcoal for detoxification. Yes. And the guy, the holistic guy that I went to, I think listeners will really like this. The holistic guy that I'm going to told me to start taking two to three, depending on body weight, two to three charcoal caps. I really like the bulletproof charcoal, the two to three charcoal caps before exercise, especially intense exercise. Okay. Because um, when you're contracting like that at such high levels, the, the lymph system dumps like no other. Obviously, why we're sweating and stuff, but if you don't have good detoxification systems, sweat, stool, urine, you're dumping a lot of this toxic stuff into the bloodstream. So what the charcoal will do is it sweeps it up before you have these, these issues of mm, whether it's Herxheimer effects from it or, or, um, you don't feel so great post-workouts. Um, that's a new thing that I've done. And in terms of people that use supplements and other things before, it's only absorbing the charcoal only really absorbs like 10% of everything else you put in the body. So, wow, that's cool information. That's a great tip. I can't wait to try that. Yeah. Try it out. Yeah. Thank you, man.